EDM champions, welcome to the final episode of season four. We're going to reflect a little bit on this past year and also look forward towards what we're going to do in 2023. And of course, we've got new music for you, but this time it's from the artists we're watching. So Samir, let's wrap this up in style. Cue the intro. What's up, EDM champions? Episode 158, the last episode of season four of our podcast, Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. And uh, yeah, you know, it's bittersweet when we get to the end of a season mm. because I love doing this show. I love talking about my passion. And I know it's Alex's passion as well. That's electronic dance music. But I'm also very much looking forward to having a little bit of an extended break <laughs> and taking some good time off and just sort of recentering and re-energizing myself to you know kick off some new stuff into the next year so i'm really really excited about this episode we got some great stuff to go over but first my on repeat getting the energy high something a little bit dancey something that you can sing along to and i'm talking about loud luxury and anders for their track love no more take a listen isn't it just a catchy yeah. feel-good song yeah. to start the episode this week you know i was not expecting a loud luxury song it's like what what have you listened to this for a while and you've just been waiting to put on the show or what what's going on talk us through exactly man like you know uh loud luxury they grace the main stage they have a lot of main stage bangers and right. sometimes i'm a sucker for that you know especially <laughs> when i'm in the car with my fiance and uh you know i like to listen to like a lot of harder electronic music and maybe that's not always her thing so i know that when i put on some loud luxury it's something that we can both agree on you know and just sort of go into their discography or go into the spotify radio associated with their artist profile so i love this track it's so catchy and i think it's just a lot of fun to sing along to and the melodies are very upbeat so i'm just feeling good man i'm feeling really good Dude, I, I 100% agree with that. Sometimes we're all suckers for the main stage. You know, it's okay. It's all right. You know, I, I know I a lot of ravers get jaded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we get jaded as time goes on and we get older and more grumpy. And we're like, oh, we need more space. We need more That's underground right. stuff. But sometimes main stage is, uh, you know, just right. It can really hit the vibes uh, spot on. But real quick, before we dive into the new music from artists we're watching, which I'm very excited to talk about, by the way. It's been good a while selections. since we've done a very good selections, and it's just been a while since we've done a dedicated new music section to the wonderful underground. But I wanted to ask you real quick, have you gotten used to saying fiance yet? It's it's definitely sticking on my tongue a bit better as compared to <laughs> before. I, I don't know. Right. It's still a very odd word for me. And uh, mm. honestly... I'd rather just be married rather than just, you know, you know, be <laughs> fiance, in between yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. It's weird, man. It's weird. Like uh, the wedding planning is going on and uh, 
like I said, there's a lot going on in my life right now. Um, but I He's love coming day. to do this podcast and, you know, really getting a chance to just chop it up with my homie and with the with the EDM champions around the world. So I'm ready for this new music from artists that we're watching. There we go. Well, there we go. No rating section this time. So let's just dive straight in and let's get the energy high, okay? Because we've got Use Caution coming in. Been a while since we talked about her on the podcast, but she's been tearing it up. And this song in particular might tear it down. Very aptly named that little pun there because the track is called Tear It Down. Let's give it a spin. You did there with the pod that was nice man oh, you've been re- you, you were rehearsing that i think yeah, like, I, there was, was no- I was in front of the mirror this morning took me about two hours but eventually i figured what i was gonna say there's <laughs> no way that that just rolled off so smoothly okay because that was <laughs> that delivery was precise and i'm the producer of this show so i'm listening for delivery <laughs> he's um, like we might not have to replace you yet <laughs> yeah exactly exactly no uh this is such a fun track Yes. Speed house. Uh, I think it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful genre. Speed house. Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, use caution. Her uh, production skills and capabilities really reminds me of the level of refinement that we get from people like Joyride, and like that's a huge uh, compliment. Like, I just mm-hmm. really felt like this track felt very unique to use caution, but the level of production that we were getting is some is from somebody that has been doing this pretty much their whole career. So I am loving this track. Tear it down. What a fun song. I cannot wait to play this more. What are your what are your thoughts here, man? Great minds must think alike because I believe and I could be wrong here, so some champions may have to fact check me on this, but I think Use Caution has opened up for Joyride before. That makes total sense. So you know you and Joyride clearly same wavelength here, right? You're just both geniuses in your own right. Um, but you know, you're you're spot on. It's just that speed house, like that was what I was looking for in terms of the subgenre, but that that energy that's just impacted into the house it's got kind of the the 90s type of feel to it but just sped up a lot and just so much energy it just makes you want to you know throw stuff and tear things away and just dance like a maniac that's what i love about this it's just raw passionate energy and it just gets you moving this this for me man is is gotta be a song that is i know we're not doing the rating here but like this is the type of song when i hear it off of an artist that makes me want to just go and just see them as soon as possible so i don't know where use caution is playing next but yeah. uh i'll be looking up and see if i can catch the show i don't know about you but this was we a gotta fantastic find out track. we definitely we gotta do. find out all right man well we're gonna switch genres up a little bit here okay we're going over to the bass music scene still got some high energy some high impact dance music tunes and this guy he's just been i feel like this year he's been blowing up quite a bit getting a lot of just really well deserved recognition in the scene and of course i'm talking about misfit and he's got a brand new track by the name of ali this is gonna take you on to some dark places so take a listen going down that dark alley is exactly what i wanted to do and this track absolutely (laughs) delivered here i'm a really really big fan of this song 
I love the breakbeat influence in this. Like, I am such a fan of that. I don't know what genre, like, exactly where Misfit is lying here with this track, uh, Alley. I think it's like a hybrid of trap uh, and some breakbeat in there, but it just works. It's just... It just really blends those styles so effortlessly together. And that's what I love about the underground because, you know, they are doing things that are very interesting that we don't normally hear in the mainstream or artists that are bigger, right? So when when we get a track like Ali from somebody like Misfit who has that that pinache, you know what I mean? That polish. <laughs> absolutely wonderful track. So again, another banger here to uh, start the episode. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. The... The breakbeat influence is really what does it for me as well, just because it's so creatively done. Like you're not expecting it, and then it just kind of comes out of nowhere, right? But it just integrates and fits so well with the song. Cohesion, Hell baby. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. We always look for that in tracks. And um, another just shout out to him for a little bit of a change in direction in terms of his sound, right? He's just showing uh, the breadth and depth that he has to his production chops and you know, this is why he's he's going places and getting the respect that he deserves this year. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, let's keep it moving. We're switching genres again. Here we go. Alec, again? What around, is baby. going on, man? <laughs> we just want to dance, you know. We, we just talked about alleyways, right? Going down deep, dark alleyways. Now we've got to talk about ghosts, okay? Because mm. this man, Ghost Dance, is just going to make you dance like you have no tomorrow. Probably in that dark alleyway as well. Similar type of vibes, bouncing, you know, the sounds off the walls. Just picture that, okay? Don't get too scared, though. It's okay. You're in, a, you're in a safe place here on Beyond the Beats, okay? Ghost Dance, brand new track called Unleashed. Take a listen. Unleash the techno, baby. Unleash it right all over me. (laughs) Really, really loving this track, too. I mean, again, like, this is one of my favorite parts about doing this show is spotlighting music from the underground. And, uh, you know, I I love techno. I think everybody knows that. Like, I'll really try my best to seek out some really interesting sounds in techno. And I think Ghost Dance is just bringing something that's just, it's just massive. It just fills up your headphones. It fills up the space. You could totally see people getting absolutely nuts to his music but especially with this track Unleashed so once again Alec great track I think this is your pick uh, this season if I recall correctly yes so I I love it I love that we're coming back to Ghost Dance what are your thoughts on some of this techno madness that we're getting here it's it's amazing just like it's just really really well done creative it's thoughtful it's not just the same old techno copy and paste type of thing that you can sometimes see some producers doing but this is someone that you wouldn't ever categorize as being cookie cutter um, and that's why ghost dancers take you know, especially in europe taking a sound to the next level would like to see more of it and some more appreciation coming on in the u.s so go on champions if you're in the u.s go and follow this man he's doing a lot of great stuff in the scene and then finally another switch up okay spanish tech house has kind of been the thing right now for the last couple of years hasn't it it really has some good and some not so good. Uh, we're going to let you judge this next one. Okay, I think I know where you where your mind's going to go when you hear this one. So Elo Quinn, someone that is known typically for bassline, 
and UK garage tracks decided to switch things up. With <laughs> what? You just like how I say that, don't you? Is that? <laughs> I'm not bringing it up. I'm no? not bringing it no? up. <laughs> I'm not bringing it up. Okay. I mean, look, I've, 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 you know, given you shit about your accent, uh, especially how you pronounce UK garage. You know, it's it's too much, Alec. It's too much. Play the track, man. What are we playing? Uh, we're playing. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of this, but Carino. We're playing that track. Here we go, baby. Let's go. Quinn's track, Carino. What an amazing send-off before we get into the news and culture section. Very sexy, very groovy. Mm. Love the sample in this I'm song. I'm glad that you liked it. I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie, because you've been yeah. talking a lot this season about how you're getting tired of the same old tech house and the covers and you know, sometimes even the Spanish influence. So what is it for you that differentiates this from the mass? It's deep. It's really, it's mm. really, really deep. And I like that a lot because I feel like sometimes with tech house, and sometimes with Spanish tech house, because there's a little bit more of a bounciness to it, right. uh, it could kind of it, it kind of rides in like those mid, you know, like those mid frequencies, you know. But like there's not a lot, lot a lot of oomph. There's not a lot of oomph oh, in the track. Mm -hmm. And so I really feel like Eloquent delivered in giving me something really, really, really interesting from a bass and a low yes, end perspective. Dude. And that's why that's exactly yeah. That's yeah. why I'm loving this song here by Eloquent named Carino and Alec. I'm sure you're just as much of a fan of this one as much as I am. I am. 100%. I mean, you took the words right out uh, from a mouth that interesting is exactly how I would describe this track. It's interesting in all the best ways. Yeah. It's something that when you listen to, you're not only dancing to, but you're, you're, you're listening out because there's change-ups that go on, right? Between different samples. And that keeps you on your toes, which is just great for a house music track. Because sometimes it can be a little bit too kind of, you know, repetitive, but I wouldn't say that this is, you know, overly repetitive it's just it, it's really in that sweet spot um and i like songs where it's like i kind of have to think about them a little bit and the more you do you can appreciate different layers of the track so that's what i think is really cool it's not just another typical spanish tech house track there's got some depth yeah. to it which is yeah. really really awesome but champions you know we just went through so much new music there and just these are all people seriously that you should just go and follow the doing amazing things and they do even better things next year so as always visit our website beyondthebeats.co to get access to the show notes remember this is episode 158 the last of the 2022 season but we also want to hear from you on social media our instagram is at btb.pod our twitter is at podbtb my personal Twitter is Alec underscore BTB and Samir's is Samir underscore BTB. I mean, let's see, Samir, if uh, Twitter's going to be around. You know, people have been saying the apocalypse is coming. So maybe we'll have to get a mastodon or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> is going on with Twitter these days, man. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go back to MySpace, okay? I don't care what anybody oh, else says. Dude. Like, I'm ready to... That would be a cool, kind of cool throwback, actually. Yeah. Okay, Alec, did you, did you have a MySpace when you were younger? I did not actually. I was one of the ones that did not sign up for it. So you're a couple of years younger than me. I mean, it's only like two or three years, I think. So it's not like a lot, but like, did right. your no people? Yeah, my friends did. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. My friends okay. did. I was just late to the whole 
social media. I didn't even sign up for Facebook until later on anyway. So I, I was kind of late to that party. As long as I've known you, Alec, you've always been late to the party when it comes to social media. <laughs> you you hate social media. I'm, I'm aware of I've that. Just given, um, I've just given up, to be perfectly honest. Like I, co- I, I agree with you, man. Like Social media is not my thing. I don't have a personal Instagram anymore. Um, I Really, the only social media that I have... I don't have Facebook anymore either. The only social media that I have is my Twitter, which is at Samir underscore BTB. And that's just really me just talking about electronic music things. But like, I just don't... And you can pop have... in and out as well, which is kind of right. nice as well. I don't have an interest in social media as much as I used to. I don't know if it's because my priorities are changing. It just like it just doesn't interest me anymore. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree with you. It's hard because, especially for the show, right? Like, it is an important piece. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we do meet this. There are positives to it, right? Like, we can meet people yeah. on there, fans of the show and just other ravers and stuff. But I've just found for me personally, you know, I'm still trying to find that balance of what is is healthy for me and what I can kind of push myself to do, you know, and get the best out of it. Because I think that's what everyone has to really look at is what their own relationship with social media looks like and what's good for them. You know, because Twitter, it's Twitter and other things give me an ADD nightmare, you know, totally. and I really don't want to get through the scrolling habit, you know, the habit of scrolling rather. So um, it's just very interesting to see. So I think the what's going on in the social media realm, I think a lot of people are getting tired of it, too. So I think there's going to be some change up coming. You know, you know the, I really but the do. thing is, though, is like we're not on TikTok, right? Like we don't have a We don't have a BTB no, people TikTok. People love a TikTok. People are loving it. Right. Exactly. Like, I feel like maybe we're, we uh ourselves that we're getting tired like we're getting tired of social media but i feel like there's still a lot of fervor there's a lot of people who are just loving tiktok you know uh and tiktok has its own issues right i mean that that's it's well documented in the news right so anyways let's come back to the music let's come a little, little tangent yeah, aside l- there. let's come back to uh what's <laughs> going on over here on the pod you know we may be taking a break but i'll tell you who's never taking a break i'll tell you who will always be there for you and that's our sponsor fest flags f-e-s-t-f-l-a-g-s.com good people over there they're in the business of making sure that uh if you want to design a flag for your next festival or rave they got you you're gonna upload a design and they're gonna take care of formatting it they'll make some tweaks if you want they're gonna email to you be like hey do you like this design does this look good to you you're gonna say yeah it looks great. They'll print it. They'll ship it. It's ready for your next festival or rave. And best of all, you get 10% off when you use our code BTBPOD. So tap in festflags.com. Use our code BTBPOD. You're going to love what you get. All right. News and culture. Let's keep it chill, man. Let's let's get to let's get to yeah, reflecting, dog. Kind of a, you know, it's, it's you it's and a me. Ref, it's, it's a reflective time of year and uh, also just the last show of the season it's just you know we we haven't done this in a little while actually where we've just dedicated this portion of the show to reflecting on things so i think what's really cool to think about at the end of any rave season you know is what were some of the the highlights in terms of shows and performances that that we've seen right that's just always something that is just nice to talk about and i feel like even if you don't sit down and intentionally do it like we're doing right now for the show, whenever you meet up with your, you know, with your Ray fam, it's just something that comes up, right? You just start discussing and sh- sharing videos. And like, I love that. So let's have a little bit of that uh, today. Um, I, I have a feeling we're going to have some overlap sure. in terms of, yeah. you know, people that we've enjoyed. But who, who would you say like, who, like, and we could kind of switch this up a little bit, make it more interesting. Who would you say is somebody this year that you really enjoy like a top set of yours that you may be a little bit surprised by like you weren't entirely sure did you have maybe you didn't even have one of those this year but was there anybody out there 
you know, that kind of like surprised you a bit? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be one of my top sets of 2022. But, you know, you've been talking about Gorgon City for so long on the show for years. <laughs> no, and like you've been talking about Gorgon City Ad to me. Nauseam. Ad nauseum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, Alec is really building up this Gorgon City shit. I mean, and I love their album Olympia. I really do. But sometimes, right. you know, the sets and the quality of the release tracks, sometimes it, it doesn't match up. Right? It's a mismatch. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've been talking a big game about Gorgon City. And so <laughs> I... I have been. You know, I was like, okay, Alec, Alec better. And their club sets specifically yes, too. Exactly. Right? I was like, their club sets are next level. Exactly. And I was like, okay, I mean, let's see what this is all about. And if this doesn't, if, if this doesn't meet that caliber that Alec <laughs> has been setting, then I'm never talking to this man again. Uh, I'm really, really happy that I got a chance to see Gorgon City um, at that cross after party in spring of this year. It's like March. It was such a great set, such a great party. I mean, it really felt like they were playing directly to us. You know, we had an amazing vibe in the crowd, which was so great. Uh, and then I saw them in Philadelphia just a couple of weeks ago with my brother. And again, just carrying the consistency of banging sets. So I got to give like like somebody I'm really like a group I'm really surprised by this year. Gorgon City. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. What about you, wow. dude? I think I know who you're going to say, wow. but what about you? Uh, yeah, you definitely do. But real quick on the Gorgon City, so like it, it was it, it was the crossed after party we're talking about, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, because for me as well. By the way, that was a uh, of course since I've been hyping them up, it'd be kind of weird if it wasn't. Uh, but that was a top set of this year for me as well. And um, we we've talked about it a little bit, but just kind of remind people. I think you know the festival sets. I've never actually seen them at a festival, if I'm honest. I've never gotcha. seen them at a big festival or anything like that. So I'm not sure. If they change it up a little bit, I suspect they maybe do. But if you've seen Gorgon City at like a festival and you're not too sure whether you like them, go see that one of their club sets. It's a little bit, you know, deeper, bit darker, right? A and it's not just the same old type of big songs. Like they have lots of edits that they do. They play other people's remixes of their tracks. So they keep things very interesting. For me, and I, you already know, Samir, and the people close to me uh, will definitely know this, that the biggest surprise of all was seeing Boris Brescia. Okay, and Word the, up. the pre yeah. EDC Las Vegas party, which uh, I'm so glad I got to share that experience with my girlfriend, but also your brother as well. He had a <laughs> he had a blast. Yeah, um, and we we all did. We had such a good time with that. And I I I hate to say it's surprising because he's such a big name in in dance music. You know, like so many people just he has such a huge cult following. I, I don't even want to say it's cult following because it's that kind of implies it's smaller and more and more niche. But I don't think it really is. You. you just you look at what he's able to sell out. Like, I mean, he could sell out stadiums if he really wants to. And he does in other countries. I just think maybe in the US, it's not as appreciated. But even in the US, he's still very popular, just not to that degree that he is in Europe and South America. But I think to me, what was surprising is that I went in not listening to any of his music. So I, I knew it was kind of this, you know, he calls it minimal tech, right? So I knew it was kind of like, more on the minimal side of house and a little bit of techno sprinkled in there, but I didn't really know what to expect. And I certainly didn't expect uh, the the show and the journey that he was able to cultivate with just very minimal lighting and, and the backdrop, like not much, just pure uh, musical talent and just nice. how into it he was. Like there's sometimes it's like some DJs, you know, I'm not going to call out names, but you know, we all know there are DJs who just kind of like maybe up there and they're not real. they don't really look like they're that into it. Like, 
This guy reminds me a lot of you when you uh, DJ Samir. <laughs> he is jumping, yeah. bouncing. He's moving side to side. Like he gets so sweaty, he has to take his mask off and everything <laughs> like that. You know, seriously, that's why he does. He has to take it off. Yeah. So it's like it's just so neat because I think that adds an extra element too. When you see somebody just moving with the music, it just I don't know. There's just something when you're in the crowd and you can see that. Yeah. It just adds an extra dimension. To yeah. It. It's infectious. It's infectious. It's infectious, and I think that when the artists are clearly that in the zone it shows in the sets you know what i mean like the sets are better in terms of the transitions there's more of a flow um so yeah ramble over but boris brescia was someone that really blew me away and was probably one of my favorite sets of this year but one of my favorite sets that i've seen full stop uh it was just a, a big big moment for me right on man right on well give it to me straight like what other sets really blew you away this year and really captured your attention for 2022 yeah i had another one that again i i was well i was expecting this a little bit more because i was listening to the music but cassian you know we talked about Mm -hmm. this uh on the last episode when that was my on repeat champions if you haven't listened to that episode and that particular song please go back episode 157 i'll put a link in the show notes um you, you trust me you're gonna really enjoy it Cassian was just I I'd never I haven't really heard anybody like Cassian who's able to do remixes of very vocal heavy kind of deeper more melodic songs and just adds his own spin on it oh, and yeah. just he he captures the best of the original while putting a little bit more of his like own oomph on it. I don't know what it is like the progression is just always incredible in his tracks his melody game is just so unmatched man like every time i listen to one of his songs i'm just like holy shit like this guy really thought this melody out the progression out like there's there's just something about his music that it never gets boring you know what no. I mean? And the thing with progressive house music, and I know he's more like melodic tech house, melodic tech. But he techno, has progress. He he used to do a lot more progressive house. Exactly, so yeah. exactly. And the thing with progressive house music is, for some people, it's a little bit too slow, right? And that's because you're kind of hearing the same thing over and over again, and the changes are a bit more intricate. But with with Cassian, he takes that philosophy, but he knows when to add something interesting to keep the track you know, really hot on the dance floor or really hot yeah. in your headphones. And build and I, the tension. Yeah, and, and I, I really you know? appreciate that about him. So I want to see him live so badly, dude. Dude, so badly. It'd, be, it'd be amazing. Next time we have to we have to catch him. It's hard. He's, uh, he's an Aussie, so he's all the way on the other side of the, of the world. He's living in Australia a London under. The <laughs> that was terrible. But, but, you know, but you know what, too? Like, last thing on Cassian is what I've noticed, too, and what I've really enjoyed is that I feel like he's really honed in on a sound that works for him because like this year was a big year for him. Yeah. He really started blowing up, you know, that uh and actually I say this year, probably the last two years, you know, all started when he was remixing Rufus to Soul. Uh-huh. Um and of course he's had big tracks before, but those were like the really big ones for that sure. I think that's a big deal. Opened him up to new audiences and and also to me. Like that's how uh I got introduced to Cassian. Mm-hmm. Um and that remix I played last week of the Bro that's my favorite one of his, actually. The remix he did for Bronson. That remix is fire. Oh, there's just something in it that is just like I could I listen to it over and over and over again. Like every time I drive, I put that song on For and sure. I don't get tired of it. So what about you? Who else uh were you really stoked to to see? Yeah, I got I got a couple of people here. So um really, really excited about Hardwell and his return uh at Ultra twenty twenty two this year, bringing techno and big room techno, as some people like to call it, to the main stage. Um, I think it's very, very exciting. I think it's super, super exciting to see new sounds pushed Mm. in such a major way. It's like, okay, 
it'd be one thing if he was like a closer on the Friday on the main stage or a closer on the Saturday. But to completely close out the whole festival, ultra music festival, probably the most world-renowned known festival in the dance music scene, and to do it on such a massive live stream like he did, and just like there's so much at stake. And he was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I'm doing Some my cojones. new thing. Yeah. He's like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm doing my own thing. And I think it really set off a wave of people getting more into techno, big room techno, and artists also trying their hand at techno. They may have been interested in it before, but like maybe they didn't want to do it because they weren't sure how like the public would react to it. You know what I mean? But Hardwell normalized it a bit, and that's why I'm really excited about it. It's a really fun set to listen to when you're working out, when you're running, whatever it may be. The set just gets you pumped. It gets me pumped. And that's why I'm really excited about what Hardwell did this year. Oh, man. I I, I hate it's a sore nerve for me to talk about because I miss his tour. And I'm so... Yeah, that's... I had tickets and I couldn't get back to San Francisco in, the, uh, you know, in time for it. So I unfortunately missed it. And that might be why I didn't put it up there because I'm still a bit salty about missing it. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to think about it because I just I just love what he what he did with that set. Um. So yeah, Hardwell, 100%. Hell yeah. I can see that. Uh, I got to give another big shout out to David Guetta and Morton. I know I've talked about them a lot this season, but um, what they did at EDC Vegas this year just truly blew me away, man. Like, you know, I really appreciate... I love Future Rave. I think it's a really fun sound. There's a lot of different influences coming into play here. There's, you know, mm. there's, some, there's a bit of techno in there. There's some acid house in there. Uh, and the synths just feel raw. And I really, really miss that. Because I I kind of came up in dance music in the big room era. So like that's 2011, right. 2010, you know, up to yeah. 2013. Like that was what got me into electronic music. And so to hear those sounds reprised in a different way for, you know, the, the early 20s is just very exciting to me. And on top of that, I really appreciate the fact that like David Guetta has has multiple number one hits and people mm. know some of his biggest tracks, but... If it doesn't fit the Future Rave sound, he's not going to play it. If he doesn't have a Future Rave remix of it, he's not going to play it. And I really appreciate that about him because he's not playing what people want to hear, like that they can hear on Spotify. He's playing his own special edits or he's playing the tracks that fit in with the Future Rave sound. And Morton, no doubt about it, this guy has so much influence in the production studio that I really think that the both of them coming together is such a fantastic pairing. So again, massive shout out to David Guetta and Morton. The EDC 2022 set is on YouTube. I watch it all the time. I work out to it all the time. There's a great Future Rave playlist on Spotify that I that I love. So Future Rave is here to stay, and I'm really excited about it. I, I that's another one I'm salty about not seeing. Uh, I would have loved this because I agree with you. Like I think it's just really cool what they're doing, and um, they have a clear vision for it. And to be honest, I'm not that concerned because I think next year... Sorry, I mean, I'm not that concerned that I didn't see it this year because I have a feeling they're going to be doing a lot more of it in the years to come, you know, as they just start ramping up their productions and also their live shows. And, yeah. You know, there's going to be a tour or something coming, I'm, I, I imagine. Exactly. And I personally hate going to LA from San Diego to go to a show, but, you know, there's probably <laughs> know no do. question about it that, like... It's going to be yeah, it's, SoFi or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? And I'm there. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I want to be there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm super, super excited for, you know, hopefully, potentially the upcoming tour. And one last person I want to give a shout out to here... 
Dude, Deborah DeLuca at EDC this oh, year. Oh, dude, we shared, this is another top one of mine. I didn't write it down, but absolutely is a shared top one of ours. She, she killed that shit. It. She killed it. She absolutely it. killed oh it. Oh my God. She, I don't think I've ever heard people like, you're more, you've had much more of a history in techno before, right? But when she started playing those remixes uh-huh. of like 90s and early 2000s hip hop song, like techno remixes, yeah. I've never heard that in my life before. Yeah. Is that, is that, a her thing do people is that common i i don't know like i might be naive here but to me this was kind of brand new and you know i it was just awesome i am starting to notice uh that these uh techno remixes of these 90s tracks are starting to become more apparent in the techno scene uh deborah deluca mm. is definitely one of those i believe uh nina Cravis is another one uh, who likes playing out those types of remixes so i'm definitely i definitely think looking forward that these techno remixes are going to be a big thing and, you know, mm. especially as people come into the techno scene more, sometimes they want a little bit of familiarity in their sets. You know what I mean? To right. keep them engaged. Absolutely. So when you hear, mm-hmm. for instance, like what Deborah DeLuca did, when you hear like a Britney Spears remix come out of nowhere, <laughs> you're just so like, good. like, let's fucking go. And man. she played a Squid Game remix. Yes. Too, just, yes. Everything was fire. Like, oh, my so God. So overall, Alec, and I'm sure you feel the same exact way, but I'm very thankful for the live music I've gotten a chance to take part in this year. Um, I think... There's, there's just truly no experience like electronic music, you know, shows or festivals or dedicated clubs. And we're so lucky to be part of a rich culture like this that, you know, every time we talk about our favorite sets from this year, it, it, from this year, it just puts a big smile on our face. Mm. You know, there's not a lot that can do that. So I'm just feeling very thankful. No, I agree. I'm, I'm extremely thankful because I haven't been able to see as much music as i normally would have this year and that was a that was a big deal for me and i didn't realize how much i miss seeing you know live performances and going and seeing music live uh until i was able to you know i went through a long portion of this year not even really listening to any music you know and i i didn't realize how much of a hole that left in my life until i've now started coming more back to it again you know um and even, I, I know people say I didn't get to see much live music. It's relative. Okay, for me, this year has not been that much live music. For a lot of people, right, you don't have to put it on our standards. But for me, you know, as someone that's in the club pretty much every weekend, it's, you know, or every other weekend, having a few months of a stretch where I didn't even really listen to music, it was it was tough. Um, yeah. But it just shows you when you do come back to it, when you're ready, uh, just how wonderful not only the community is, but how much music can just impact your overall mood your well-being uh your your health it's just there's so many positive things that come to it and so that's what i'm thankful for is that i'm able to have the freedom again to have music back in my life yeah and speaking of music affecting your mood i have a good story that i'll come to when we get to the to the end for the artists that we're watching section so i definitely got more to say on that but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that for now but you know we talked about our top sets of 2022 Let's just kind of let's talk about this year overall, man. I mean, this has been a it's been a pretty chaotic year for the both of us. <laughs> yeah, both good things and bad things happening. You know how how are you how are you feeling, man? How are you doing as we reflect back from like where we started at the beginning of this season to where we are now, just about to go into the holidays? It's 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 weird because this year has it's been probably the toughest year of my life and. I, there's been so much change it's just you can't even describe it in yeah. in a single podcast episode it would be a series or a book the amount of change that i've undergone and i've honestly from the beginning of this year to the end of this year i've i've definitely become a different person you know a newer person 
you know, still a lot of the same about me, but a lot of the experiences that I've had have forced me to grow at an exponential rate and really, um, I'm still coming to grips with who this, you know, who I am and this new person is. And something that has helped me is actually music. Music helps me kind of explore and reconnect with my old self, but also develop new tastes and new things. And that just helps center myself a little bit and understand who this new me is. So, you know, the holiday period uh, for me, unfortunately, now is a little bit tougher uh, than it was in prior years. However, you know, that's the same with anyone who's undergone like just a, a lot of loss. Uh, holidays do tend to be tough so anyone out there and there's lots of people who've had loss you know this year i know just you know and i know how you feel so holidays can be a little bit tough but the thing that's really brought me through though is just the opportunity to make new experiences with people that we really care about the people who are still here and that is something that i feel just tremendous gratitude in is that i'm still here you know um i very much well couldn't have been still here um but i am i'm still here and that's just the most important thing to hold on to is the fact that life keeps going on and there's just so many more memories that can be formed and made and connections with new people, not just your current loved ones. And so overall, despite having a pretty, you know, kind of like a a darker, harder year, I'm actually feeling more optimistic about things in the future than I have in prior times before all of this, because no matter what, you can always count on yourself to get through things. And once you find that, that self-assuredness, then things are just, you know, just are all for the better. So I'm just very thankful to be back into music, looking forward to 2023 and getting back to the clubs and the raves and the festivals and the shows with, with you, my main man. And then just, you know, with all the rave fam and meeting more people out in the community and then also just starting a new chapter of my life, you know, and, and really getting to know who, I am as a, as a, as a new person. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, I love, I love what you said, man. I know that this year has just been so difficult, you know, for you and just the, the, the terrible thing that has happened at the beginning of this year and to see how much you've grown, how much you've flourished and, you know, to see that you're still working through it and making positive changes for yourself every day, I think is incredibly inspiring. So um, as a, as a, as a person who loves you like a brother, dude, I'm just so proud of you, you know? So yeah, I appreciate that, man. Of course, man. And, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of changes here for myself as well, man. I mean, I completely shifted <laughs> no careers <shit. laughs> and I uh, got engaged. And um, I personally, I feel like I've really, I've, I've figured myself out a bit more, I think. Mm. I think I've struggled a lot with who I am and mm. what interests me and what my goals are. And, you know, the the, the pandemic really put a lot of like ruffles into my life journey. I feel like, like it has for a lot of people out there, you know, you kind of got stuck in this monotony of doing the same thing every single Mm. day. And I fell prey to complacency, man. Like Mm. I found myself doing the same thing every single day. And I found myself withering away. Like my brain function wasn't where it could be. My physical state wasn't where it could be. My emotional state wasn't where it could be. And so for 2022, I really made it a point to make some positive changes in my life. And I feel mm. a lot more sure of who I am now because I feel like I'm actually working towards something and I feel like I'm learning and I feel like I'm growing, you know, and that comes from a multitude of different things, you know, not just from a new job, but it comes from like the relationships that I've made with people and the experiences that I've taken part in and like the places that I've been that I've traveled to uh, this podcast as well. Like I've learned new things from this podcast and I just think it's super important that, you know, it's okay to get stuck somewhere. Right. But always look for the exit in terms of going to that next step. And um, 
I'm happy with the amount of progress that I've made. And um, I'm, I'm just, I just know that people out there, if you're feeling stuck, like you'll find that next step, you know? It's sometimes you, you just don't really know yourself until you get stuck. Yeah. You know, sometimes so you true. don't like, you might just be cruising along, thinking everything's great. And then something just, <laughs> bow, just takes you and just sticks you in a place like the pandemic or yeah. many other lifetime of experiences and opportunities. And that's just when you get to know yourself a little bit more and you're going to get stuck, right? Like that's just, that's yeah. just life. There's going to be peaks and valleys and troughs and all of that shit. You know, you're just going to, there's always going to be um, some type of adversity or something that just keeps you down. But the importance is that there's always yeah. an exit somewhere. And that's just part exactly. of life and you just got to embrace it and not run away from it. So very proud of you too, man. That's uh, some pretty, Thank you, you've man. had just a lot of change in, in, in one year and a lot of big steps and you yeah, know, it's yeah. just, uh, Thank you, man. I'm very proud. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, look, looking forward to 2023. Okay. Like we got EDC Mexico EDC on Mexico, the horizon, baby. very oh, excited baby. for EDC Mexico. Uh, the lineup is fire and getting a good, good group together too. So I'm just feeling very excited about EDC Mexico. Uh, beyond that, Cross just announced their lineup. Uh, Odessa is headlining. Odessa is headlining. <laughs> like this is this is crazy, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm excited to see you up in SF and just mm -hmm. like go, you know, hang out with my family, plan this wedding. Like, I'm just excited for for next year, man. Uh, what are you excited for for next year? What's going on? A lot of positives, man. Just kind of same thing. Just I, I'm just excited to kind of you know I've got more freedom now, which is nice. And just I'm just excited to get back to to living my life. You know, I've had to be yeah. away in in Florida for a year, and uh, just a lot more things are freeing up for me now. So I'm just excited to to be honest to kind of like just get and plan out my next chapter. You know, like yeah. you're in the stages of enacting that and taking action on that. Like I'm ready to sit down and be like, okay here's my life. This is what I want to do in the next six months to a year. For sure. Because I haven't had the opportunity to. So I'm just really excited to get back to that and just get back out on the dance floor more. For sure, man. Absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm there for you and I'll be gracing those same dance floors as you, my friend. <laughs> there we go, baby. I can't wait. Can't wait. But uh, dude, let's get back into some music because I am so excited about our artists that we're watching this <laughs> week. Like I, I genuinely think that you know, we, we do this every single episode and we always pick fire picks, but I really think we've outdone ourselves this time. Oh, so, uh, Alec, yes. where are we going? Let's go. Let's do it. This is the Artists We're Watching section where we're going to put two fantastic artists on your radars. These are people who are just crushing it, but we think deserve a little bit more of a limelight. And uh, it, it's tough vibe-wise, like where are we starting? I think, you know, man, let me start here because um, I want to share a little story about your track when we, when we get there. So um, okay. I'm, I'm ready Perfect. to kick us off. I'm ready to kick us off. Let's do it, baby. Go. So I'm really excited about my artist that I'm watching this week, Monkey. I'm really excited about my pick because I've been looking for house music that's a little bit more soulful, that's got a little bit more groove to it, that, you know, really kind of pays a lot of attention to not being a quote-unquote banger. You know what I'm talking about? Just a banger. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you got your 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 break, your build up, your drop. You got your break, your build up, your drop. Which and then the second drop always has like a little extra oomph to it. No, I love what Monkey is doing here with her take on house music because it feels like there's a good progression here. There's a good sexiness to it. There's some soulfulness to it. And then in the second half, she adds some some you know light acid influences into there as well. And I think that's that's really really great. One thing I really just want to point out about my artist that I'm watching this week, Monkey is the fact that she had her own Radio 1 show every week 
for six years, okay? How incredible is that? And now she does her own uh, radio show with Defected, and it's reached millions of people worldwide. And so I just think that if there's anybody who is a tastemaker, it's Monkey, but then if there's anybody who also produces tracks to fit that taste, to fit that specific vibe, it's Monkey. So this is her track, The Shed. Take a listen. obsessed with this track i love this so much it's interesting you said the acid am i crazy or is it kind of like almost like some retro disco type of feel to it in there too right yeah i love what you said there i think there's a healthy cross there between like retro disco sounds and and acid. like with acid you know acid's very the, like it's very in, it's in the yes. highs and it really pierces through the tracks i think this is a much more muted version of acid so acid and disco right. coming together Dude, really I, nicely there. Like, i've never heard a track like this before like it's unbelievable right? just a crossover of it. and it's just got the oomph on it as well you know what i mean so it's like if you're into disco if you're yeah. into acid you could really get into this track it's just a very healthy shall i say combination of the two and again there's great mind sick alike here okay because uh monkey's actually been on uh, my radar as well for uh-huh. another track of hers uh Urican Urican soul is the other track that i've saved for a while yep. so beat me to the punch there man but honestly i'm not gonna lie i hadn't heard this one before this is my favorite of hers so far so fantastic pick man just amazing Thanks, amazing track a lot of people would probably know her for her like super popular track which is i'm free to yes. love you so that track I've definitely heard it before in sets. It's been released on Tool Room Records, Monkey and DJ Ray coming together on that one. So if, you know, EDM Champions, if you're liking what you're hearing, I guarantee you're going to know that that one track, I'm Free to Love You. So definitely, definitely uh, peep it. But Alec, play this track for me, man. Talk about your artists that you're watching. Let's get into it. Well, you know, there aren't, the people who listen to the show for long enough will have noticed that there aren't too many Arjuna deep songs that I can really get into. I never really feature too many artists from that. We don't talk about too much because sometimes the sound of that label could just be a little bit too airy for me and doesn't pack enough oomph you know something that that oomph is what i need to dance to i mean sure a lot of the tracks great background music or even driving music just with a beautiful scene out the window but if i want to dance at a club i need some bass well i I will say with this track i have found someone who just provides the best of both worlds for me someone who can use the lighty more airy synths to create a feeling of elevated elation as i would like to say and yet brings you back down to earth at the same time on your two feet on your two feet with a pounding baseline i mean it's not overwhelmingly so but just enough to keep you grounded and moving while your mind escapes on the journey that he is taking you on you can hear it building up in the background right now so ladies and gentlemen edm champions enjoy joseph ray's track 
Room 1.5. had a pretty crazy day at work today okay. um like a super super last minute uh right before we were supposed to record this podcast i got like a very last minute ask to do at work and i'm just like holy shit like i gotta do this i gotta get prepped for the podcast and i'm taking calls from you know my family to talk about like wedding planning stuff and i'm just like i'm it's honestly just feeling stop. very it's all over the place ended, is it? <laughs> it's not stop and i'm feeling very overwhelmed right. like very overwhelmed and as soon as I put on this track, because you sent it over to me in preparation for this episode, as soon as I put on this track, I just felt dialed in. Oh, I felt dude. a lot more at ease. I felt a lot more relaxed. And it's crazy how much impact this song had in terms of turning around my wow. day. I got what I needed to get done. And I just felt like I was in a proper headspace to sit down here and talk about something that I absolutely love, which is electronic music. So. That's the power of wow. music and that's the power of this track right here by Joseph Ray, Room 1.5 is like this song, the progression is amazing. I love when the bass mm -hmm. first kicks in at the beginning of the track and oh my gosh, the way that it just carries all the way through is just impeccable. Is so that, is, is incredible it, isn't that track, funny? Man. Because you know the track did the exact same thing for me today. I kid you not, it did the same bloody we're thing. On, we're on the same like, vibe, I'm, baby. We're on the I same vibe. I have a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow to New York City, and it's like, you know, you got to get up at 4 and whatnot, and I've just got, you know, I'm not going to get into it. There's just a whole thing that kind of went wrong, and so I'm just scrambling, running through things today. So this morning when I'm getting ready, and I'm like, I need to find a new artist, I just stumbled across him, and I put on this song, and it just got me ready for the day. I'm like, you know what? I could go out and tackle it now. It was enough to kind of just go. take you out of whatever feeling that you're getting now because you can kind of escape into the song right and just and, and vibe with it and focus that when you come out of the song you feel some somewhat refreshed you know and, and that's what Absolutely. i love about this track so um you know the the small clip that we play of it is it just can never do it the full justice so champions please visit the show notes to go check out both of these tracks they both will put you in an amazing mood you know, and if you're not feeling too great, well, hopefully you will after this track and after listening to this episode. But my man, that is a wrap on season four. 158 episodes. I cannot believe it. Jesus. So crazy, man. I know. It's it's craziness. It's craziness. Uh, I, I love doing this show. Um, it just brings so much joy in my life. It, it breaks up, you know, my mm. day to day uh, because I get a chance to really focus on something fun and I get to talk to my best friend. And um, so just doing the show seeing it grow you know adding more people to the edm champion community we could not have done this without all of you so thank you so much for all the love you've shown us it, it really motivates us and it keeps us going those are my final thoughts alec what are, what are your just thoughts thank here? you for everyone that's been on this journey i know it's been a bit of an odd year for us and then the show and you know it's uh but we're but we're back you know and i just want to 
say thank you to everybody that stuck with us and continues to ride with us. And you know, there's been lots of people actually reaching out to us. I've seen something through our website and emails. Uh, we haven't been as good at getting back. So I promise you, we are going to get back to you. You're not unheard and we love you. So thank you. Have a wonderful holiday, wherever you may be. And we'll be back next year. <laughs>